Hello and welcome to the April 24th, 2022 edition of the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. Today's message is entitled, Give Our Attention to God. The message today will come from Matthew chapter 24 and Acts chapter 16. And now, Pastor Robert Medley on the Little Zion Baptist Church podcast. Giving our attention to God is what we uh, live on today. It's what we, how we are blessed. Giving Him attention, He returns to us blessings that maybe we feel that we're not worthy of. I've heard people say, you know, He has blessed me, and I can also say that, that maybe, you know, that sometimes I'm just wondering if I'm even worthy of all those blessings that He has given me. But I read in the Word because... Uh, uh, we love him, he loves us, and we're trying, we're doing what he has asked us to do to the best of our knowledge. He returns to us the blessings that he has in store for us. What would be the topic today in this world when you go out to see people on the street or you talk with people? The topic mostly would be today, the topic concerns is the situation of the world, the world that is in. And I want us to think today because we give our attention to God that God is going to bless us. He's still going to give us this uh, assurance that we're going to be taken care of. He didn't give us the assurance today that everything, uh, we're, we're human and we have to go by what is going on in the, in the law-wise in the world. But what I'm saying is our eternal, our eternal outlook on life is going to be peace, rest, and happiness. And we see that. We don't see that much in the world today because of peace, rest, and happiness. There's so much chaos, so much confusion going on in this world that people can't get their minds centered on what they need to be. And I'm talking about those that doesn't know the Lord. You and I will face situations in this life, and we face them every day uh, in life, uh, about what's going on in this world. And, and one of the topics that a lot of people says, uh, oh, what are we going to do? And that's a question for them that they, they ask, and not only pastors, they ask people that, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? And you know that you and I don't know what's going to happen, but you and I do know that there is, a, there is an answer to all the problems, and that is giving our heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, letting him come and dwell within us and give him that peace that we need today. We think of the high prices of everything, and, and I guess I'm human the same as you are, and, and I've got now where I, when I buy something and they give me the total of, of what it is, and, do, and one of my sayings is, am I supposed to gripe? Am I supposed to say that this is your fault, or why is this happening, or how come this is too high, or why don't you have this in stock? This is the trend of the world today. And why is it happening? I have no idea other than I know what the Word says. The Lord is getting you and I prepared for that great time that he's going to take us to be with him forever and forever. I think sometimes, and we see this happening now, we may say, well, we're getting older and we see this, but there's people younger than ours, and I was thinking of our young people this morning as they were singing there, they're coming up in the same environment that you and I are living in today. The only difference is, is the age of their life and the age of our life, but they're seeing what we're seeing, and it's it's not a really a pretty picture that we're seeing today. Uh, I went yesterday to, to get some uh, fuel to, for some gas to mow my yard and and the lady of course I've known her for quite some time and 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 again I said am I supposed to gripe I said I'm paying $20 uh, to mow a $10 yard 
And I said, how do you make money like that? You know, of course, I'm not, I don't mow yards. Don't ask me to. I very seldom get mine done. So, <clears throat> but, but, but that is a price. That is something that people are dwelling on today. When you talk, how much is gas? We had a neighbor that just got back from San Augustine, Florida. I believe that's the town. And I asked him, I said, what was price there? And he said, about the same here. He said, the highest I paid was $3.99 on our trip. <clears throat> But that seems to be the trend of the world today, the complaining of people. And, and I guess I'm in that situation, too. I try not to complain, but I want to give my, my attention to the Lord. I want to give him the praise and glory for what I have and for what I, for what I need. He's taken care of my needs. I was growing up, and I've told you this before, and I've heard pastors and I've heard people say that they solely, and I'm saying maybe we, that's, not, that's still a good uh, thing in life, depending on God. God to meet the needs in their lives and how true that is that God depends. Have you ever had a blessing in life, just a blessing to come to you that was unexpected? Have you had that to happen in your life? So see, giving our attention to God and God getting our attention, when God gets our attention, gives our attention, it's not always a bad thing. There is blessings in serving God. There is blessings and we get those uh, attention from Him uh, uh, unexpectedly. And that is giving attention. That is being, uh, uh, giving God the praise and the glory for what he has done. But again, there are some people, there are some times that you hear of people that tragedy may happen or some heartache or something may happen. And it says, it woke me up. It gave me the opportunity to know how great God is. I always say God is great and greatly to be praised. And we use that phrase here many of time, God is good. And he is good and he will take care of us and he will meet the needs in our life. But we're still in this world and we're going to have to continue on until it comes mine and your time to leave this walk of life to go with him, whether it might be by the way of the grave or through the rapture. But he is going to take us, and we're going to be with him forever. Another topic in life is, is when the COVID hit two years ago or somewhere thereabout. And, and yes, that was that's that was terrible. And then they're, they're and adding to that, there's people says the world, uh, our nation, our, our our community, I think was what was told to me, has never been the same since the COVID hit. And I will agree with that. It changed many things. It changed many lives. It changed many homes. Uh, but I want to tell you, friends, some of the changes was for the great because God made, molded them and bonded them together and give them that love that they were needing in that. In that situation, busyness, we get too busy sometimes. I find myself, I told Brother Rick this morning, well, this turkey season's killing me, and I don't even turkey hunt. But what's killing me is hearing all these stories, how I sat and gobbled and got, no, that's call. That's not gobble, call. You know, and I'm just being smart. But there's people. But you know what? The love of God is still in our lives, and we love one another. We, we, we think sometimes uh, that, that maybe uh, uh, that what's going to happen, and I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think you do either. I think we know what we have to read in the Word of God, what's going to happen in our lives. And another uh, uh, story you hear in a topic is talking about the wars we're seeing, the war we're seeing. Everything is happening. Friends, let me tell you, and when we read in the Word, and we're going to read a scripture here in just a few minutes uh, about how God has warned you and I to keep our eyes focused upon him, to keep our eyes, uh, to keep our attention upon the Lord. 
I don't know about you teachers, but I know is sometimes when you're talking to a kid to get their attention, you may have to twist their head just a little bit and say, look at me. I'm trying to tell you something, you know, doing it with a great, with a good uh, uh, attitude. But we must get their attention. God has got our attention, and we know from the, without a shadow of a doubt that he has given us uh, that, that, uh, uh, that salvation that we needed and, and forgiven us of the sins that we had committed in our lives. Why? Because he loves us. And it tells us in his word that he loves us. What should we expect next? Is one more topic that we hear a lot. What should I what, what do we expect next? And I guess I still don't know what to expect. You never know. I'm not surprised in anything that would happen in this world. Really. Who would have thought uh, a few years ago when you went to the store? or the Walmart, wherever you go, Walmart or wherever, and their shelves would be kind of bare. A few years ago, they were full. They had a back room full of stuff, but now it's beginning to dwindle down. You don't see as much, you know. And you say, well, what are you trying to tell us, Pastor? I'm trying to tell you that God's in control, and he is going to take care, and he's going to see, and he's going to take care of people, but he also is trying to get attentions, attention of those that don't understand. Giving the attention to him. How many of you talk to people uh, in in life when this uh, uh, pandemic hit, you know, and it has changed their life? They they realize and they see things that has happened that they know that is beyond their control, but it's in the control of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is in control of everything in this life. Reading from Matthew, the 24th chapter. We'd be going in two places. We'd be going on, on over to Acts in a little bit, but the 24th chapter of Max, Matthew, not Max, that's Acts. Matthew, the 24th chapter, and the, and the fourth verse said, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors. No, and you shall hear of... Wars and rumors of wars. See that you may not be troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdoms against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. We see these things. We hear of these things. And I'm not here to tell you today that I'm trying to scare you, and you're not because you're, you're a child of the, of the king. But there's people today that don't understand when God is trying to talk to them the actual meaning of giving their life and their heart and their sinful ways to him and let him take care of those. But how many times have we seen that this verse of Scripture has really, we're, we're in this as, as we see it today, but it didn't say it shall... It shall uh, let me get back. Uh, uh, the, but the end is not yet. But we see this happening right before us. It's unfolding in our life today. We're seeing this thing happening, happening in our life. We, see, we know that, that, that it's going to, it has affected us in many ways. We were affected at church. The schools were affected when the COVID hit. Many things were affected when they hit. And I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm pushing it off to a side. It's, it was serious and it still is serious. But friends, let me tell you something. I want myself to know that God is still in control and I have no uh, way of overriding what is happening and neither does the world today. The 
the people in the White House or whatever has no uh, way of overriding what is happening. This is in God's hands, and he's going to take care of it. He's going to take care of you and I. Let's go over to the, to the other book that I was talking about, and it's in Acts. Let me find my, well, it's in the 16th chapter, and it starts at the 16th verse. We're not going to read all that, but I want us to look about having the attention. And God had the attention of Paul and Silas when they were in jail. They were in jail because they were doing, they were there for witnessing in, you know, in their life of what they were doing. But, but they were there for that reason. And we think about what's happening. And they were being blessed. But it came that time that they felt like the, since they were, weren't doing what was a custom in that time in, the, in, the war, in their life, uh, they cast them into a jail. They put them in the inner, inner part of the jail. And I've never been into one. I've heard of the people that uh, worked, has worked at the prison. Uh, if they do something wrong, they go to the hole. And I assume that's kind of a bad place. I, I, I've never been there. But they go to a hole because they have misbehaved or they've broken the, uh, a, a law or a law or they've broken a, a command that, that they've been asked to do so they can't handle them so they just put them in there. I'm, say, I'm wondering if this is what they thought about Paul and Silas, that they put them in the inner part of this jail. They wanted them to be secure. They wanted them to, to be in there because they were doing, they, they had messed up, can I say, they have messed up their playhouse. So whenever they, whenever he said he commanded the evil spirit to come out of that uh, uh, damsel. But let me tell you, friends, God knows what he's doing, and he still knows what he's doing with you and I today. And he gives us, oh, aren't you glad that he gives us the knowledge, uh, and he gives us them, them blessings of life uh, that continues to flow through us to build us up and give us that praise and glory that he deserves and giving it to him. Nothing that I've done, nothing that Billy Graham has done, nothing that any other uh, minister has done. It's through the grace of God that has blessed them and given them the opportunity to present it, to present it to people. There's people that can present it and make it look real to us. And it is real. I'm not saying that they're fake. I'm saying that but it's it's nothing they've done. They've done what God has asked them to do, same as Paul and Silas was doing here. They were, they were following God. But they put them into the inner prison. And with the charges that they had were so severe, I guess you want to use that word severe, that they had a, had a guard to watch them. Had a guard there to see that nothing happened, that they didn't escape. And they wanted them to be where they were. So beginning with the, with the, uh, the 25th verse of that uh, chapter, in, chap in Acts, the 25th verse of chapter 16 He said at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. All right, as I opened this morning, I said, give our attention to God. But what did they do? I don't think they were sitting in that cell according to that scripture. I don't think they were sitting in that cell feeling sorry for themselves and maybe wishing they had done differently so they would not have been in. Maybe they, I don't think, I know that according to the word, I shouldn't say I don't think, according to the word, they were doing the will of God. They were doing what God had asked them to do. And they were in this jail. And I don't think that they were upset and, and wondering, what, sure, they didn't want to go to jail, but they, what did they do? And he said at midnight, they began to sing praises. But the part there, it said, and the prisoners 
hurt them. The prisoners hurt them. Sometimes we witness to people that we don't even realize that we have witnessed to just by giving them a smile or a thank you or, or, or just a uh, how are you doing. That we witness to people through our actions and through our sayings because the love of Jesus is down inside of us. We do make mistakes. We make mistakes. Uh, I, I started to say daily and probably I do, but we make mistakes. Uh, but aren't you glad that, that through the mistakes we can ask, Lord, please forgive me, and it's all forgiven. It's all done. He takes care of us. We go back to he loves me and I love him. I don't, he never forgets me. He never forgets us. But sometimes we may take that one little step too far, and we may have to back up and say, Lord, help me. Help me. And what did it say? And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the <clears throat> foundation of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and, the, and everyone's hand, bands were loosened. Didn't we talk about an earthquake earlier last week about the stone rolled away? Haven't we heard of earthquakes? Uh, is there an earthquake? Uh, uh, we're li they, they keep telling us about New Madrid uh, uh, here in Missouri that that's a uh, New Madrid fault and that's going to happen. And people, and, and it may very well happen. I'm not saying that it, that it won't, uh, but they're, they keep us posted on that uh, um, a lot of the times. Uh, but I want to tell you, this was something that God performed in this mirror. And this was a kind of a, not kind of, this was a miracle within itself. They were inside. They were in the inner part of jail, and they had a they had a soldier to watch them. He was sitting there on guard, waiting. Didn't want them to get away. But what did it say? And the keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep, and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying. Do not do thyself no harm, for we are here. They were a witness. When they began to sing at midnight, the prisoners heard them. It might have changed their thought of life. Have you been in times in your life that whenever a, a good song, whenever just a sitting alone talking to the Lord, that, that he hears you, and there's that peace and quiet that comes over you and gives you that uplift that you need. And, and just all of a sudden your, your thinking has just reversed, has turned around, and God is beginning to bless you because you have given him the attention that he was asking for. You give him the attention of what was going on in your life that you no longer can control. It had to be from the hand of the Lord that give you that control, of, that give that control of life. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought the men out and said, Sir, what must I do to be saved? See, they were a witness. They were a witness to these soldiers, to these people at this time. But that, what did they do? They wasn't grumbling. They wasn't complaining. They had their eyes focused upon the Lord and we look at the three Hebrew children that was the same way we're not going there in the word uh, but they uh, that there's a song that's out that says they wouldn't bend they wouldn't bow and they wouldn't burn but there was a song that some some group sings uh, but friends let me tell you something God was still in it and he's still in mind in your life today and he's going to continue to bless you and I through this life through this hardships regardless of what happens in life uh, uh, <coughs> Again, going back to the, the to the price of gas, and I thought the lady uh, was kind of out of uh, 
maybe she should not have said that, but some man as I was paying came in and he was griping about the gas. And I really think he was griping about how high it was. And he began to gripe, and he said it should never cost that much, and blah, blah, blah. You could lower your prices and went on and on like it was their fault, you know. You could lower your prices. You could you could help us poor people and all of this, you know. And okay. And, and, and so he just kept on. And the lady looked at him and said, you want to pay? And he said, yeah, i got to pay. And she said, well, if, you, uh, if you're going to play, you have to pay. And he said, she said, if you don't want to pay this high-priced gas, stay home. Well, that's pretty strong, wasn't it? Stay home. But I guess she had heard about all that she wanted to hear, you know. But what I'm saying is, this is the trend of the world today, that things are happening beyond our control and beyond every, anyone's control. It, it, it fluctuates so much. Uh, and, and if they have it uh, uh, in stores today, and it may get to that point that we may, and I'm not trying to say that to, to scare you, so I'd like for you gardeners that raise a big garden, uh, put in a little extra for me today we realize uh, that there is something that is happening in this world and it's because uh, it's not God's fault it's because of the fault of the world the way the situation has gone how did why did God allow the COVID I'm not answering that question I don't even know how to start to answer that I'm not going to try to answer that question God's in control I have no control over that why is the, the prices so high I have no control over that you can blame whoever you want to but it's the trend of the world. But there's coming a day when the trend of the world is no longer going to count. God's in control today. He still is, and he will be continuing in control. But it just isn't time for things to happen. It's, not on, it's on his timetable, but it's not time for it to happen. And when it does, you and I are going to know about We're going to be going to heaven. We're going to be living with him forever and forever and be happy and peaceful in life. We look at those people that's going on to be with the Lord. Some people say, you know, praise God, and they are. They're in a better place. They no longer have the situations to worry that we have. I was thinking the other day, someone was saying, my brother was telling me, he said, what would Dad think? He'd been gone since the year of 68. What would he think if he was just so happened to be gone that long and all of a sudden sitting back in earth? He couldn't cope with it because the life has changed so dramatic in this walk of life that we live in. We've grown with it. We've grown with it. But I want to tell you what. We've grown with God, and I feel more blessed today than I have ever because I know that I know that there's coming a time when this old body is going to be gone forever, but my soul, eternal life, is going to continue forever. It's not going to stop just because the breath left this life. It's just going to begin. Isn't that great? And that's what Paul and Silas was talking about. Whenever they were in prison there, they wasn't talking about necessarily that. But when the ground was shaken and when the earthquake came, everything happened. What a, what a coincidence. Uh -uh, that was God in control. It was no coincidence. He, he seen that it happened. He let them be out of there. Why? Because they began to sing his praises unto him at that time of night. Uh, began to just worship the Lord. They didn't ask him. They didn't ask Marshall Dillon to go get the key to let him out. Uh, they were in the prison. They were there because of what they were doing. But God seen that he brought them out safely and give him that time and let the prisoners and let that people see how great God is. God is great and greatly to be praised. God is good. All the time. How wonderful it is. Praise God. 
And Jesus answered and said to him, Take heed that no man deceive you. Sometimes there's people that deceive. And there's sometimes that we look at the, the life and, and situations in life. Uh, and there's con people in this world that could con you. But I want you to know, friends, God is real. He is real for I can feel him. Isn't that a song? God is real for I can feel him in my soul. Isn't that great to know that? Praise God. They've got these things on on the, on Facebook, and we look through them, and we look for special deals, you know, and and, and we, we see things, and, and, and it's, uh, boy, it's really cheap. But it's too good to be true. If it looks that way, that's what it is. It's too good to be true. I never found anything in life that actually was free. But I have found things in salvation that is free when you give your heart to God. And he expects us to continue to work for him. But he gives us that salvation. He gives us that forgiveness of life, of our, our wrongdoings. He forgives us of, of our wrongdoing and gives us that hope in life and gives us that security that someday... Someday, it's, it's not on the calendar. Uh, he, he may have a calendar, but I don't know the day that he's coming for me, but I still believe that he's coming. I still believe that day is going to be here some of these days, and he's going to take me to be with him in glory forever and forever. Please, we don't want to let no man deceive us. Give our attention to God. Father, we thank you this morning for your blessing of life, for the love of the, what you have shown to us. We thank you, Lord, for what the... You've told us in your word many times. You told us, Lord, that you would take care of us. You told us, Lord, you would never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, you would take our, you would meet our needs. And, Lord, you give us the blessings of life. Sometimes we may not think we deserve, but you're there to help us, to give us the strength to, to go over the rough times in life, and we thank you for that. Lord, we just ask you to bless us, bless our country. Lord, bless our people. Bless our folks that are not able to be able to attend service with us. Lord, touch their needs in their life. All the requests this morning, Lord, you know, and the church, that we bring them to you today. Lord, as humble as we know how to give you uh, them, Lord, to bless in your way of seeing how to meet their needs and their lives. We ask you to bless the remainder part of this service this morning, and we'll give your name the praise in Jesus' name.